You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 16, Hospitality as Crisis Management with Jordan Fathery. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallett. Hello, my friends, and happy Thursday. Do you remember what you were doing in the summer of 2013? I remember I was planning and producing events for a variety of organizations in Las Vegas. I was teaching one class a semester at UNLV and some classes in the summer, and I was doing coursework for my PhD focusing in event management. I made so many connections that I have carried with me and will continue to carry with me. One of those connections was with a student of mine who took an intensive six-week summer course of mine and stepped up to be a student leader. We have stayed in touch for years, and when I found out his latest project, I knew I had to invite him on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am so excited to be talking with you. Will you tell everyone your name, how we met, and your journey from when we met until now? Absolutely. Thanks for having me today. I'm Jordan Fathery, and you and I actually met when I was attending UNLV. It was a capstone course, and the class was very hands-on, and it was, to this day, I mean, the best course that I've taken. It was incredible. So we actually produced a live conference in Las Vegas on the Strip at Caesars Palace, and it was the 2013 gambling and risk-taking conference, a multi-day event. And it was, it was fantastic. So thanks for all that you did for us and that real experience. And well, by the time I made it to UNLV, I had already opened a couple hotels. Um, I started in the hotel industry when I was 18 in Las Vegas, worked for the Four Seasons inside of Mandalay Bay. Amazing property for anyone who Uh, has not been, tucked away little secret there. And after finishing school in Vegas, I uh, moved a little closer to home to Dallas, Texas, and joined a company that hopefully many of your listeners know uh, called Rosewood, uh, Rosewood Hotels and Resorts. It's a boutique uh, luxury hotel collection and worked for several hotels across the brand over six years. Uh, So started at Hotel Crescent Court, was a conference services manager, and worked primarily with the sports and entertainment industries. Super exciting, never dull moment. So I worked uh, with NBA and NHL teams, midnight check-ins, and, you know, all of their dietary restrictions. It was super exciting. And of course, all the rock bands too. And then transferred after a promotion to a Rosewood sister property, Rosewood Mansion on Turtle Creek, handled uh, corporate events, and then wanted to try weddings. So that was my entry to uh, the luxury wedding world. And, you know, from the initial consultation, uh, from the departure. That was my job. 
So the sales process and the servicing. And then my last promotion with Rosewood uh, was to our property in the Bahamas, Rosewood Bahamar, and uh, was actually selling uh, destination weddings remotely from Dallas, Texas. And I was there until July. As so many of us in the hotel industry uh, was separated, at least for the time being, and had an opportunity to try something new. I think it's a huge testament to the fact that, you know, you were a student in my class in one semester in 2013, and we've just stayed in touch over <laughs> the years. I've seen you in Dallas a couple times in person for different events and just stayed in touch. And we were talking in the spring and in the summer. And now I was like, I have to have Jordan on the podcast because what are you doing now? Tell us all about what you're doing now. Yeah, so I'm doing something I never would have thought I'd be doing in a million years. Emergency response management. It's one of those things that you aren't necessarily taught in a classroom in hotel school. Maybe, you know, uh, that's something that'll be added to curriculum because it's uh, super exciting. So you went from selling luxury weddings in the Bahamas to crisis management. So tell us how it's been just a little bit different than maybe the luxury hotel world. Well, you know, during the uh, quick interview process, they told me, they said, you're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to do great at this. Uh, There's so many transferable skills and I'll get to that. But you don't expect the glamorousness that (laughs) you've had in the past, right? So, you know, maybe staying at hotels that don't have turned down service and chocolates on your pillow. Um, But that's okay here to do a job and do something that's incredibly rewarding and worthwhile and helping humanity, honestly. So do you want to tell us how you even found that job or applied to that job? And how did that job end up on your desk? Yeah, I got a call from a friend who was with Visit Dallas the CVB here, and he was furloughed as well. He got a call for the same opportunity, and he said that the state of Texas um, was looking for people with meeting and event planning backgrounds because they needed more people with strong logistical skills, uh, managing hotel room nights, transportation, including buses and rental cars and managing all the supplies. And uh, he said, uh, well, they would need you in, in probably 48 hours. So it's not something you can really think on too much. And I said, well, I'm available. So <laughs> let, me, uh, let me regroup with my partner and my dog. And uh, if I get the heads up and the, the go ahead, then perfect. That's incredible. So tell us what a day in the life looks like in emergency response. Walk us through what your day would typically look like. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to walk you through my last deployment as just, you know, an example. Um, So, you know, in the morning, uh, typically start my day at uh, between 4.30 and 5 o'clock. I'll see if we have any new arrivals for the day. 
arrivals being nurses or any clinical staff that are needed, either additional um, uh, staff that's needed for that specific location or backfills. Um, someone just went home for one reason or the other, and we need to get that position filled as, as quickly as possible to support the hospital. By the way, this specific assignment is a COVID relief mission and supporting hospitals that are mostly in rural areas um, that you know just didn't have the number of staff and supplies and, and the skill set. So after skimming for any new arrivals, have a couple conference calls and then shift change at 7 a.m. It's really important to know where every person is on an assignment and emergency response um, for state tracking numbers and then for our, our own situational awareness too. So always knowing who is at work at the facility, who is on their R&R day, um, R&R is just an unpaid off day, or if they are actually sick and quarantined. And from there, there could be a number of logistical things that come up, making sure that we have the number of hotel rooms that we need uh, for the day and that we have all the rooms held under the right names. Things are moving constantly. You could have 10 new arrivals pop up or there were many sites that had 50 to 100 arrivals pop up in a matter of a couple hours. So making sure that the hotel has availability, always tracking what availability is day to day and you know a couple weeks out to know if there are going to be any issues. Really, there is some downtime kind of in the middle of the day after the nurses are at work and settled and then the overnight nurses are asleep. It's a nice little time to get caught up on emails and any kind of pending paperwork. And then in the evening, kind of doing that all over again. Of course, there are lots of pop-up surprises. Um, so that is kind of a scenario day in life. But, you know, in orientation with crisis management, you'll get told, don't unpack your suitcase too much because in a matter of five minutes, you need to be able to jump in the car and head to another site. You never know what could come up. And with emergency response, you know, you just always have to be prepared. So unpacking is literally uh, unpacking your clothes for the day and your toiletries maybe in the bathroom, but you don't want to get too comfortable. That day in the life definitely looks like something that we would experience as event planners on site. What's maybe memorable or exciting thing that you've encountered as a emergency response planner? You know, there is not a lot of fluff in emergency response management, right? So when you get something that is kind of heartwarming and, and you get to do something fluffy, if you will, it's it really sticks out. So with my last deployment, there was a nurse who really was an animal lover. So am I. And so were so many of the nurses who were away from home. And there was a local animal shelter who really was needing some help. And she found out that this local animal shelter existed and wanted to see if you know we could do anything. So I reached out to the city 
and coordinated with them some donations. And together with the nurses, we raised enough money to get all of their animals on flea and tick prevention, get them on a warmer program, which they were not on previously, were actually able to donate several weeks worth of food for the dogs and the cats and also donated some toys. So that was super heartwarming, especially in it. It's almost like a military-like environment, right? So when you get to do things like that, it's, it's super fun. Hoteliers have great transferable skills, and they're really in an interesting situation right now because a lot are, have been furloughed or laid off. What would you tell an employer who might overlook a hotelier because they don't have any non-hotel experience? I read about this a lot right now. And what would you tell that employer? They're looking at resumes and, and they have somebody with 20 years of hotel experience, but nothing outside of hotels. And they're about to set it to the side. What would you tell them? Well, I can tell you from personal experience, my background in hotels transferred right over, you know, a day into the job. And I already had, you know, other on sites asking me how to do something. And, you know, it was uh, people wanting to pick my brain on, on how to do things, which was super flattering. And I looked over and I'm like, I'm brand new at this too. <laughs> but, um, so I would tell any employer that's looking at a person with, you know, 20 years of hotel background or all of their experiences in specifically hotels, have an open mind. Hotel people are the hardest working individuals out there. You know, we are trained to never say no. So that means we always have to find a solution. And that's really important in no matter what business you're in. What would you say coming from that meeting and event planner background and the hotel background, what would you say are maybe some of the transferable skills that you didn't expect or things that, that transferred right over that you took for granted, but other people were commenting on? Being confident, even when you don't have the answer and being able to find the solution with very limited resources um, being able to think on your feet under pressure. Um, so in the hotel world, you know, I might be dealing with a mother of the bride or a wedding planner. And we're working on, you know, a half a million dollar wedding. So the expectations are really high. Um, and I have to keep the staff motivated, keep the client happy and, at the end of the day, have to come up with a solution in a matter of minutes when there's something chaotic going on. Same thing in emergency response. You never know what the next day is going to look like. So you're having to keep the, in this case, the nurses motivated and excited for each day with little things and making sure that the facility has what they need from us and same thing in you know hotel world and wedding world things happen and you have to be able to just think on your feet and there are a lot of transferable skills like managing the hotels and and working with the hotel 
front desk staff and knowing how to talk to them. You know, I think that will really set yourself apart when you've worked in hotels, you've worked on that side, you know how to get things done, you know, the lingo. So it's really easy. I mean, they will respect you for that. Same thing for transportation. Working in hotels, you have to partner really closely with transportation companies on VIPs and groups and same thing. You know, in this case, it's just uh, the transportation is getting folks to and from work versus to and from a meeting. So if there is one last piece of advice you'd have for anybody out there right now who might be like, eh, crisis management, not sure, I'm much more of the luxury person, what would be your last words of advice? Oh my gosh, it's been so rewarding, so exciting. I never thought that I would go from selling luxury weddings in the Bahamas to working out of a select service hotel over a pandemic. Uh, but we roll with the punches <laughs> and it has been the most rewarding and exciting little chapter, you know, to be a part of this and be a part of the solution has been incredible. So keep an open mind um, with emergency response. And if you need any advice on how to get started, resources, how to kind of hunt for jobs in this area, feel free to reach out to me and I'll provide a little support. Well, thank you so much, Jordan, for being on our podcast today. It's been a true delight and a true pleasure. And I always look forward to talking to you. Pleasure's all mine. Thanks so much, Dr. K. How exciting was Jordan today? I will let you in on a secret. When I first had the idea for this podcast, I wanted to call it Events Are Everything and cover just that because events are everything. Jordan is an amazing example of this. I mean, what is crisis management except project management? And what is event management but project management as it applies to events? I'm excited to continue to feature so many amazing things for you through our industry spotlights. Thank you all for taking the time to make the time today. We will talk with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.